Hey, this is Tony Soprano, and you're listening to Jersey Boys Podcast with your hosts, Dave Sturgeo and the Ernst Boys. I mean, I could give a shit about the Cowboys. We're in New Jersey. These guys got balls being Cowboys fans in Jersey. Anyways, enjoy. Well, whatever. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Jersey Boys Podcast right here on the Chop Sports Podcast Network. Your host, of course, Dave Sturcio, alongside nationally known comedian Brett Ernst, and of course, America's fan, Keith Ernst. Well, I would I would say I would open it with um a, a prediction out of Brett saying we're gonna lose this game overall. And um 20 to 10. He did not join us last week, so he wasn't able to like back up his stuff, which is fine. Uh, but I, I Brett, explain yourself of your trepidation going into this one first of all fuck off okay <laughs> i was way more right than wrong uh my trepidation what? Is, Wait, what? Not, okay i'm trepidation it's my trepidation <laughs> i was worried about fucking Dak, and you know he played a great game uh you know but that's that's my point i don't know who's showing up i mean fair, you know a fair argument yeah sure I mean, dude, for Green Bay to, to 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 beat us like that, okay, and then for us to come in and just piss on Minnesota, I, you guys would have guessed we would have won fucking forty three to three, whatever the score. Was. Well, no, no, but we did. We we both said, well, I think our final prediction, bro, was we would be up by a lot, and then Minnesota would like pull it cl- kind of close at the end, right? Like that's, they usually do. That's how we kind of came out of that that's one. Yeah, nobody but- predicted forty to three. I was just going to say, I was talking to a couple colleagues about this. Like, you could have predicted a million results, and I don't think anybody would have ever come up with the fact that the Cowboys would have won, not only handedly, but 40 to three to the point where we just let up three points to, you know, we're going in there. Keith, we harped on it, man. How are we going to stop the run? What are we going to do? Like, well, that that was my concern. Okay. First of all, we're going into Minnesota. All right. It's a big game. Um, which again, I'm, I've, I've seen Dak crap the bed more, uh, in these types of situations. Okay. Um, their running game is strong. It, you know, I, I thought we would lose, man. Okay. So I'm glad, we the- didn't. I'm, glad I'm wrong. I'm glad that. Dak yeah, no, played- of course we're, we're all happy to be wrong. Dak when was fucking amazing. Pat Volcomer. <laughs> <laughs> or, or Pat Volcomer. Yeah. Keith. Yeah, I think Dak had two incompletions or something like that. It was something crazy or even maybe a little bit more than that, but I don't know. But, yeah, overall, like, the Cowboys, every facet of the game, even, like I said, even Brett Maher out there answering the call twice. Hey, would, would, hey who like, gave him who gave him the midseason MVP? This guy right here. That's it. That's right. That's right. Brett and he earned it. He earned he that one, man. He, he guy looked, got bashed beyond belief. Nobody believed in him, including me, in the beginning of the season. Nobody did. There was a, the there wasn't time. a cowboy. There wasn't a cowboy fan out there that after you signed Brett Maher, were like, "Oh, good." You know what I mean? He like, told all of no. us to shut the fuck up, which Basically. I love. I and love and by the way, my midseason MVP is fucking unbelievable. Which was it as, as unbelievable as your twenty to ten uh, prediction of the game? <laughs> um, our offensive line. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. He took he They're chose the entire amazing, line. Right. Bro. They were blowing holes open, everything, bro. Steele was playing great. Steele's been playing great. He's actually yeah. one of the top rated um right tackles in the league right now, especially on the run. And look, yeah. every way, shape, and form, the Cowboys beat the shit out of this team. And that was exactly what they needed. Keith, I raised the question though. Is is this the Cowboys team, or is this just like a again? We we kind of broke it down last week that like maybe 
the Cowboys Packers game was like the Packers versus Mike McCarthy. And it was a little bit too emotional and all this other stuff. Like, well, how do you, how do you chalk this up? Oh, well, this is what I would say. Um, first of all, this was an ano anomaly kind of, because we've never ever had beat a team on the road by 37. This is the most points we ever beat a team on the road. Did you know that Brett? Yes. No, you see that, I, that? I yeah. That at all. Yeah, they, they said that on the broadcast. Yeah, that was it was one yeah. of it was one of the biggest uh one of the biggest blowouts I've seen since the Super Bowl. Like it's not even that. I mean, since 1960 on any away game, this is the largest margin of victory, which I was shocked. Just like I was shocked last week at the 14 point thing that we've never lost the game when we were up by 14 points in the fourth right, quarter. Right. That one blew me away. I'm like, really? Seems like we blow, but anyways. So yeah, so nobody saw this coming. Now, as far as our defense goes. Going back to our next episode, I mean, our last episode, sorry, where I was saying I knew our, I said, I didn't know, but I said our defense is going to step up because they're pissed off. When you said the Javon Kirsting, I'm like, you know what? They're in each other's faces. You know, I like this. But now, can this continue? I don't know. And that's the thing. I knew. And, and if you listen to me last week, I said it's going to be fixed this weekend. But can that continue? And another thing about Minnesota, which they did. That after their second drive, after the Kirk Cousins fumble, Cook was running and they stepped away from it. They did. And Hawkinson dropped that touchdown, which was huge. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, it would have, it would, it, it, you know, how momentum is in a game. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? How, mm -hmm. how it can turn and all that kind of stuff. I mean, we still beat the hell out of them. But my point is, is that, you know, um, as far as our, our rush defense, I'm hoping, I'm hoping. Something was figured out. Now, Damone Clark was playing, correct? Yeah, he had a lot of snaps, actually. And I saw him in, like, across the line, more than LVE. So, I meant... LVE got blown up a couple times. I don't know, I know. if you saw it. <laughs> shut up, bro. He made he made a, a, a one play that was amazing, man. A nice I'm not, I'm not, I'm not Dude, harping on not LVE. I just... I, yeah, there was one not, where he was right? just he like... Was he was in position was, to make the tackle, and he just got... Did you hear Tony Romo? What he said? He said exactly what we said last week, Sturch. He's like, this is falling on the linebackers, the run. He said the same thing. So no one's picking on LVE. He did. Just, uh, he's, not, Romo. he's not stepping up. He's not filling gaps that he should be filling. Yeah, he's playing decent, but he's not. He's not playing lights out. Well, we, at had, all. We, we had a we had a set middle. We had one. He's directly in the middle. Okay. Now, what what I think really helped us a lot was our safeties. The way our safeties played was unbelievable. Jaron Curse plays like a linebacker. Yeah, and you know, and they they put Mike on 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 the uh, up on the line a lot, you know. Needed, um, needed, absolutely needed. Yeah, I, I think we had a, a game plan specifically, and and again, how much of it was Minnesota crap in the bet? You know what I mean? I mean, um, there, there was a lot of people out there saying like, you know, they gave everything they got in that last week's game against the Bills, and they were just emotionally drained. Nah. That's what I said. I was like, come on, man. You know what like, it is, dude? They won for two. Sometimes a team, and it's happened to us in the past. You know, they how many games have they won in a row? Seven or something like that? I mean, well, it's like they were cruising. Yeah. They, they don't suck. I'm everyone saying that yeah. they're fake. There's nothing like that. They had a bad game, and that's it. And we played, we played almost flawlessly. I mean, well, another thing that happened that never happened. The first time, I guess, since they've been when went to I know it's 17 games, but since it's been a 16 game schedule, the Dallas Cowboys have never went seven straight drives in the beginning of a game scoring points. Our How first seven drives, we scored points on, which has never happened since 1978. They said so; it may have happened before, but, but that's still. pretty. That's pretty yeah. awesome, man. Yeah, that's you know? really good, Brett. Huh? No, I was just gonna say you were saying something before. I was gonna praise Dak, man. Look, this if this Dak 
plays. There's nothing stopping us, man. You know what I, I love agree. about this kid? I agree. He, like, I don't know if you saw when they, they were on the plane. He loves being a Dallas Cowboy. Every time he has a T-shirt on, it's, it's, a, it's something of our history. He had a Roger Staubach T-shirt on. He had uh, Troy Aikman and 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 the and the triplets T-shirt triplets on this weekend. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, the the kid is he's a great he's a kid. Fan. And dude, I'm telling you, man, if if he can stay at this form, I mean, even the way he managed the game was fucking beautiful, bro. You know what? So he he only and, had- and Tony Romo touched on his progressions. I mean, mm-hmm. the kid the kid played like an elite quarterback this week, man. We know he, we know he can do it. It's in the tank. It's just a matter of when so, to use it. I can't recall. Maybe you guys can. He only had two incompletions the whole friggin' game. I know. I said right? that in the beginning. Yeah. You did, right? Okay. Yeah. So one, we know the Dalton Schultz, he should have had that. Right. I bet. What was the second one? I can't remember. <laughs> I usually remember this shit. And I don't remember. My, assu- my assumption is maybe something to Brown. Maybe. Well, man, what did I say, bro? Where was he, he was flushed out of the pocket and then, then he, he avoided a sack and then he just got rid of the ball. Oh, okay. So, so it's not even an actual incompletion. Yeah, and I want to. And I wasn't on last week's podcast, but those interceptions may not have been his fault. Hmm. Yeah, we talked. Uh, We already discussed all that. Yeah, 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 because again, it's all about you know guys making sure they're running the right routes and and taking certain people out of the play and like winding up. You even said that like every time I watch a game with my dad and we we see something like two receivers literally in the same spot. We're like, well, somebody did something wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because they're not supposed to be there. So that's, you know, that's in the that's past now. But the quarterback, you take the heat when, you know, there's a great thing on um, the 100 greatest players in the NFL. And it was uh, Jerry Rice. Um, what's his name? Steve, uh, the kid from Carolina Panthers, Steve Smith. Smith oh, yeah. dude, uh, Michael player. Irvin and Steve Largent. And they're talking about playing receiver. And, you know, a lot of it is they need to be where they're supposed to be because that ball is thrown when they're supposed to make their cut. You know, that what was, I, mean? I saw that in real time last night. I was watching it was either Jimmy G or it might have even been Colt McCoy because Colt McCoy was the trying Hopkins. to get rid of the rid of the ball a lot quicker because of the fact that there was a big pass rush. But he was throwing it to Hopkins before Hopkins was breaking out of his route. So, yeah, that's the yeah. ultimate good pass and good receiver combo. You just so that's know. what Troy Aikman, Troy Aikman said that last night starts where he's like, Colt McCoy was like, look, be where you're supposed to be. The ball will be there. I'm Colt McCoy. You remember him beating us on Monday night, by the way? Yeah, I do. I do. But you know, he's the only quarterback <laughs> left from that draft. I'm not, I know. I know. They said that last night. He's, he's, a, he's a legit backup. He's a legit backup. He's been a journeyman. Yeah. He's been around. Yeah. My, my defense, good. You can just hold on to his spot. My defense of Tony Romo was the same. You know, it's like people would say, oh, he chokes. No, man. The receiver wasn't where they needed to be. And you know it's the same thing with Dak. The uh, the thing that I I that used to get me going was the game management where Dak is like I said he was playing every every play like it was the last play. Yeah. But, you know that kid. God man, and he finally I mean to to avoid those sacks the way he ran. I mean there was bro. a couple, and that's another thing that we can get, touch on is that, and, and this is the first time I'll say this maybe in his not maybe his tenure as, as offensive coordinator, but Kellen Moore called the perfect game. He called a yes. perfect game. Like there was no, there was a couple of plays where he ran the, uh, the flit, the, what you would call it? The yeah, reverse. You gotta, you gotta mix it up. Not yeah. But uh, those are like the splash ones that he's hoping for a home run. But like overall, like when we expected them to run, they ran. And for the first time, maybe in my little search life, every time there was a third and short, I was, I kicked back and relaxed and said, we're getting this. 
we're getting this because it's like Zeke was on a Zeke was on a different level as far as when you knew he put his pad square with someone else, he was getting that extra yep. yard last week. See, I'm 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 I like Kellen Moore, but I, I wish he would call well, I mean, I mean again, he's he's a great coordinator, but that Bill Parcells style of football where let's just line up because I'm gonna tell you right now, almost all the teams in the NFL, if we just line up and play football. No flash, no nothing. We're going to beat these guys. We're going to beat them in the – because, look, the trenches is where the game is won. And our O-line is playing amazing. And our D-line, I mean, I, I haven't seen a defensive line since – I told you, I keep sending you guys the uh, uh, Tom Landry defense in the 80s, bro. They smell blood in the water, and they just attack and attack and attack. I mean, it's a little harder now because the corners can't really – jam you up like they used to by the way you got to hear michael Irvin tell a story about everson walls covering him in practice how that i like to hear oh yeah he said you know he played back and then when irv was a rookie and then he came he came up and just jammed the shit out of him you know (laughs) which they can't really do that as much anymore but again i mean if we could play this way i mean i think we got momentum going into into uh uh thanksgiving day um, I mean, we have three, we had three fucking rough games in a row. I hope we take this momentum and just run with it. We'll get there later, but yeah, man, I mean, that's one of know, the best. Be I was, know, yeah, to be honest, to, to use a, a Brett Ernst terminology, a term, we crescendoed at the right time yesterday. I mean, or the other day, it's like everything was clicking, um, you know, from again, both sides of the ball defensively. The, the recipe for this defense to play the way they have to play is that you got to let Micah roam. Meaning if, if, he, if it's, if it serves us better for the game plan to rush that quarterback and get him on his heels and get him just nervous to do anything, that's what you got to do. You have to, because he's one of those guys and you guys alluded to Dak Prescott wearing a, uh, you know, the triples Jersey in pregame, Micah Parsons was wearing a Lawrence Taylor shirt. You know what I mean? So he he knows knows the significance of his position. He knows the significance of what it takes. And I said it on Twitter and and publicly, I said, it's been a couple games since we've had a Micah Parsons takeover game. Let's see it again. And he did it right off the rip. First drive. I mean, you can't, my, me and my dad made the joke. My dad was like, he goes, nothing, nothing better than the first drive. This quick then a three and out, and then the sack fumble happened. I was like, well, how about a sack fumble instead, instead of a punt? You know what I mean? Like, the, everything was going our way from literally coin toss on. And it was just, like I said, the best win that we've seen in in a very, very long time, I think. Most complete win. I'll, I'll tell you how. Jesus how- Christ, can I say fucking something? <laughs> I've been looking at the clock. I haven't said a word since nine minutes. <laughs> Right, Why am I allowed to? Am I allowed to talk, or is it your fucking show? Can I talk? <laughs> it's my show, bitch. No, it's not. I'm trying to fucking look. I'm writing shit down because you guys keep changing fucking subjects, and you're going back and forth. And every time I try to talk, you fucking talk, and Sturge talks. What the fuck? I'm Yo, Volkmer, calm me, down over me. there, bro. <laughs> you know what's so funny? Keith, Keith doesn't eat. He's not a big fan of Italian food. Okay. <laughs> All right. He, he doesn't even give a shit. This is when his guinea side comes out. <laughs> hands are flying. He feels disrespected. Bro, yeah, what he, the fuck? It's Guys, like, it's two it's things cool. I want to say, but I'm going to have to go back to like six minutes in the show. Nah, no, 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 no. You don't get, you don't get, your, you don't get right. your time. These, these are the two things. These are the only things I wanted to say, okay? Sturch, what I was talking about all last week on the last show, right? Uh-huh. Um, Because that's the last time anybody heard my voice was the last show until now. <laughs> 
the um, what did I say is the most important thing with our offense? Time of possession. Yes, sir. And this is the first game Dak Prescott has won the time of possession this season, and it was a blowout. 38 minutes to 18 minutes. Okay? And it goes back to what you were saying with Kellen Moore calling the perfect game. And also, I want to say about Kirk Cousins. He is the reason why they lost that game. That boy was so rattled. If you watch, he looked like a rookie, and I was shocked. I was. He was so scared back there because our defense was getting to him so many times that you would think a a savvy or whatever you want to say, seasoned veteran, would never, ever act that way that he was acting. I was really taken back by that. Did you notice that? He was a deer in headlights. He was a deer in headlights a lot. Yeah. That's how hard we were hitting him. Go ahead. To add to that, too, I meant, you know, I think they had some injuries on the O-line. They did. They they were down their left tackle. I mean, they uh, our, our our fucking defense was salivating, bro. Bro, not only that, it's like Micah came out the out from the outside edge, right? And then, like, two plays later, he just bulldozed the center over. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, this is why Micah is so special because it's like he can rush, he can cover, and then he can also just completely be a bull rusher through the gut just to cause a, just a, a, a like a complete disarray of the offense. Like, does, Kirk, yeah. does, Kirk, does Kirk Cousins have wheels or no? Can he run? No. He's not known for his running. I mean, if we get, if we get a quarterback that can run, that sometimes hurts us. Well, that but if he's a pocket passer, I meant Jesus. Yeah, I mean, even even Aaron Rodgers in his old Braille state can still, you know, frail state. Nice Braille. Um, in his frail state, he can still kind of giddy up if he needs to. But like, I mean, look, there's so much we could say about the Vikings. Let's give some game balls out for the Vikings game, and then move it on to Thanksgiving because we are going to face a scrambling quarterback in Daniel Jones. So we'll talk about that in a second. Start with Keith since, you know, he hasn't talked since episode four of last year. <laughs> um, Keith, who is your game ball go-to of uh, for the Minnesota game? Brett Maher. How's it going? And I'm serious. I like it. Because that field goal, hitting the, the, the 60-yarder twice in a row, if he didn't make that second one, that could have changed some momentum. Who knows? I feel like right? there was a cro- I, I feel like there was a crotch chop involved after that. You know, he hits that second one, he's just like, suck it, man. I did that yeah. shit already. Now, if you guys weren't on the show, I don't know if I'd give it to Brett Mark, but I'm giving it to it because I know you two are going to give it to somebody else, so I'm giving it to Brett Mark. Can I be honest with you? I, you yeah. know how I do multiple Cowboys shows or whatever, yeah. and my first Cowboys show of the week, Sunday night, when I recorded it, I gave it to uh-huh. Brett Maher myself. Oh, that's awesome. See, yeah, so, love it. See, see there, there you go. Is. So, Brett, who's your game ball going to? And you can't say the offensive line. Well, I mean, there's obviously Micah Parsons uh, is an obvious pick. I mean, other, other than Micah, um, I got to give it to our safeties, bro. They played phenomenal, man. I mean, even even the way they cut, they they were hiding coverage. You know, they mm-hmm. were cheating, showing showing. Uh, dude, it, there was a lot of of uh, uh, great positioning they were in, right? I mean, again, take, cutting off the uh, the underneath patterns, uh, uh, making them think that a guy was, uh, I, you know, again, you know me, I don't know personnel because I don't play fantasy. I just know X's and O's. Nerd. <laughs> yeah, well, they, they, were, they were hiding coverage, man. And they were playing tough. I mean, we had a couple of safety blitzes too uh, that, you know, made all the difference man oh i mean i think the the, the greatest meme or or gif or whatever that came out of that game was jaron curse coming right up the gut sacking quarterback and then doing the minnesota skull to everybody and just kind of did that right in the middle of the field like that's how you know there's grit and there's cockiness and there's swag about this team and again will it show up week after week 
you would have to hope so. But you know, I could have went to that game. Minnesota? Yeah, Nick Schwartzen, big Minnesota fan, was there, and he's like, Brett, why don't you come out, fly out Sunday and watch the game? And I really thought we were going to lose. And I'm like, there's no way I'm going to fly <laughs> so to Minnesota. That's why you told Nick no? <laughs> yeah, there's no way I'm going to fly to Minnesota. They needed you there, bro. They needed you. There's no way I'm going to fly to Minnesota on a Sunday to then just change my flight to watch us lose and then come back Monday. And then, you know, uh, and I just said, you know what? I'd rather watch it with my mom and cry. <laughs> the Jersey boys podcast is three and zero individually this year. So you could have went for the fourth uh, right then and there. But Sturch, did you, Yo. did you record the game? Do I, rec- I don't record any of the games. Oh, okay. Why? So what, I, what am I, I missing? Well, I have it on the, uh, Brett, it's on, uh, on, on the Fubo thing. If you wanted to go back just to the beginning. So I'm watching, listen to this shit. So I'm watching the game, right? And I'm like, and Terry Bradshaw's talking. I'm like, what the fuck? It's 420. It's 420, right? I'm at, yeah, I, I'm at, it's 120 right now over here. It's one, where the hell is the game? And I'm like, oh shit, it's on CBS. Cause I thought it was Fox cause it's NFC. Yeah, so no, that don't back. matter no more. Bro, the, the fumble just happened with Kirk Cousins when I finally started watching. So I rewinded to the beginning of the game and started watching it. But I watched the beginning again because what in the cult? Crazy fucking Hunger Game shit was this? Did you see that? I told you that's the skull. The skull. Yeah, yeah. I did you? I never knew. I didn't know. You that, don't remember that that for creepy, minute, dude? You don't remember that from the Minneapolis Miracle with Case Keenum? They had the whole crowd. He was doing it. Had the whole crowd doing it. I just remember seeing it and watching it in a bar. I didn't really hear it. And, and then but up top, that's it. what I just. But that's what I just said. J. Ron Kirsten had that sack, and he gets up and does the skull. Oh, that's where you texted that. Yeah, yeah, dude. I was yeah. like, that was amazing. So look. Um, yeah, game ball ritual, bro. The whole stadium, they beat a drum. Yeah, that's pretty dope, though. It is. It's every like sta- every stadium has something cool except yeah. us. <laughs> like, what do you mean? We got those, fans that sit on their hands. We got those eight guys dressed as aliens that dance. What are you talking about? <laughs> rowdy. I'm rowdy. <laughs> the drums and shit. <laughs> bro, me and Brent were the loudest people in AT&T last year. Like, bro, everybody absolutely. else is sitting on their hands like, I don't know what's going on here. Yeah. This Cowboys is great. Good old football. We um, can just but- enjoy the game and sit down. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, no, no thanks. Um, I told right. you our Eagles story. Well, me and Keith were there Monday night, right? And the crowd, me and Keith were fighting with the whole section. You went yeah. to Veteran Stadium? No. no. We were uh, Old Texas Stadium. Oh, but Texas, 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 oh Stadium. Texas Stadium against the That's- Eagles? This yeah, is what game. This was the game where uh, McNabb had that insane, like sixteen second. He's running around and throws it deep to I forget uh, Fred Barnett. No, was in Bar- Fred Barnett's from the eighties and nineties. I don't remember. Go ahead. I remember Fred Barnett. He was a Dolphin. Yeah. Team. So we're sitting. We're sitting around Eagle fans, and this one guy came up to us. He goes, "Yo, man, I appreciate your heart for Cowboy fans." And we said, "Yeah." And then we go, "Well, we're actually from New Jersey." And his look of disappointment at us. <laughs> but this is what scumbag eagle fans were so after the game we were sitting with all these eagle guys right they're all south philly fucking you know (laughs) philly philly guys and then they're like yo you should come out with us we're going to a strip club and (laughs) there was a remember this key yes i do it was great there was this nice lady that was trying to be cool she's from texas she's like oh what strip club are you going to and i forgot the name dallas and she goes, oh, you don't want to go there. That's not a good one. That's it. And the guy looks at her. And he goes, what are you talking about? He goes, I was knuckle deep in a stripper's asshole for $20. It's the best club I've ever been to. It was awesome. And then we're looking disgusted. But he said it like, like you know, you got you, you to gotta try this pizza. It's unbelievable. Like, he just said it like, like regular <laughs> You remember the one guy who was like, bro, do you remember the one guy who was like talking to us? And he's like, and he's like, 
<laughs> he goes to Brett. He's like, look, you hate me and I hate you. We hate each other. Brett's like, I don't hate you. Like, what are you talking about? Remember that guy? <laughs> the Philly guy? It's like, yeah, I remember him. With the sweatpants? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's like, I don't hate you. Like, we don't hate each other. Like, <laughs> shit like this. but it's weird because we were getting along more with the philly fans than we were the actual cowboy fans yeah i've got countless amount of times i've gone out there and they're just like so so lackadaisical i was out there for that jpp game block field goal my hands oh, are my, my my head is in my hands like this i'm like just distraught and the guys like don't even worry about it we'll get them next time <laughs> just like oh, they're, no, they're, they're you talking to me? i was like you want to go do you yeah. want to go i don't <laughs> Let's get it out of the way. That's because they're classy. Like that's oh, they're, yeah. they're, you know that we're not put. We're actually not putting them down. No, they, they have. Down. They're not animals like us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're, not, they're, not, they're not filthy fucking scumbag. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Um, all right, so I guess I should give a game ball, right? Um, By the way, this, sir, that's where I got that face from. That that's Philly. Yeah, we were we were walking around. They all had their sunken in eyes. <laughs> they're all like, they got hot chicks with them too. That's the funny part. And they're all like, they got like the just a bunch yeah, of always sunny at, cast members. Yeah, they're all like fucking. They're all like, <laughs> dude. Another time, remember we were walking and there, there was like eight fucking uh, Philly guys uh, arguing with these two rednecks. And we were like, well, which side do we jump in on, right? Because we like the, the Italian guys. But the two rednecks beat the shit out of these. <laughs> we just watched. We were like, wow. I said the, 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 they had the Wranglers on with the dip circle in their pocket. So you knew where it was, yeah. And it was like two of them versus these five out of shape guys from Philly. It was great. <laughs> Uh, good times. All right, do your game uh, ball, Sturge. All right, game ball. All right. Um, there's a lot of obvious ones. You guys are taking like not the low hanging fruit. I mean, the the you gave it to Maher. He's giving it to J. Ron Curse and the safety well, guys. Mike is the low hanging fruit, but you could give it to Mike. Micah, Micah is. Um, Tony Pollard is. You know what I mean? Like Dak Prescott is. But I'm gonna. I'll go off on a limb. And I, again, this makes no sense in regards to the stat sheet, but. Yo, having Zeke Elliott back was a big thing. And I think I that I want to give my game ball to Zeke because I think that the guy comes in there, like, even though, look, we're like first and goal from like the inch line and we're like giving it to Pollard twice. And I'm like, can we just get Zeke in there? He'll do this. I promise. Yeah. Right. And then they do it. Right. And they score twice. He's got in the end zone twice. It's not about the big flashy numbers. It's not about the yards per carry. It's not about that shit. It's about his ability to get in there, get the short, tough yards. And he did that. He sustained drives. The drives were longer. It leading into Keith's time of possession thing. You know what I mean? Like drives were extended because of Ezekiel Elliott. So I'm giving my ball to Zeke, man. I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad he's back, and I think that he's going to play a big and role. And as I mentioned before, hold that thought, Brett. As I was mentioned before, is if we had him against Green Bay, who knows if we could have – I mean, he could have been that guy to keep the ball, to keep the uh, the uh, defense, you know, um, yeah. on their heels, yeah. just pounding the ball – Killing the clock. You know, people you know, just all of a sudden, they, they, they always refer back to the contract. They refer back to the lost a step. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. He just does so much more. And I wish that there are certain fans out there that can accept the fact that we have two yeah. backs this year. You know what I mean? But there's some <laughs> I go pats out there that don't think that's a good idea. Yeah. Anyway, um, I was going to make a comparison again. We, Zeke and Pollard was like when we had Robert Newhouse and Tony Dorsett. The only difference was, is, you know, Dorsett was the franchise back and that would be the equivalent to Pollard, right? Even though Zeke is the franchise back, 
But if you're in the 30, okay, or actually, yeah, from the 30 down, going into our end zone, give Zeke the ball. Pollard, if you're on our, if we're backed up on the 10 or the 20 or even midfield, that's when that kid breaks it. Yeah, I agree. You got to um, give him some room. We we got to, I mean, dude, that's it's a great one two fucking combination, man. It really is. And, and the guys, Cowboy fans out there listening right now, enjoy it while it lasts because chances are this does not exist next year. So, Again. Well, you know what? Bringing that up again too, when Brett, uh, when we were, when he was texting, uh, the first drive, not the first drive, but the first time we had the ball, I guess, after Kirk Cousins fumbled, he was freaking out, and rightfully so, because they did that that play he was talking about, the Tony Pollard, around the around the edge, and then they threw the Dak Prescott that Dalton Schultz he should have caught, but all we had to do, Zeke was running four or five yards every friggin' time, man. Yeah, right it, up, it, I mean, it was third and three. It's almost like they, they can't help themselves sometimes, but again, yeah. there's nothing much we can say bad about this game. D-line is expecting Zeke to get the ball, and th- this is my point. I and think, that, but doesn't that keep you honest, though, Keith? Uh, Brett, right? Yeah, but at the same time, we we're we're we can beat we can beat any team. <clears throat> if we go eleven on eleven, we're going to beat almost every team in the NFL. I think so you too. Know? I think and, so too. And, I wholeheartedly and think we're that. Dominating that the 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 line of scrimmage, <clears throat> just just feed them the ball, man. Yeah. Celebrating over 90 years of five-star, high-quality customer service, Richard Lucas Chevrolet and Subaru right there in Avenel, New Jersey, is my go-to spot for all of my new and used vehicles. I myself decided to upgrade, and I went from a Chevy Equinox all the way up to a Chevy Blazer Rally Sport. It's not your average Blazer. This thing hauls ass. If I get that itch to go big, I'm going big with Richard Lucas Chevrolet, and I'm going to go with the 2022 Chevy Silverado 1500. It's got the all-star four-wheel drive package with a 2.7-liter engine. Check out their entire inventory online at richardlucaschevy.com or give them a call at 800-717-6944 and tell them Chop Sports Sturge sent you. What's up, guys? It's Sturge from Chop Sports, and today I'm here to finally deliver some new happenings with our friends over at Absolute Eyewear. You already know the deal. They're stocked. They have the biggest brands, including Ray-Ban, Polo, and now introducing its newest player to their star-studded lineup, Oakley. They work with all your major insurance companies, including BCBS, AARP, and so much more. If you check out Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge, New Jersey, next to the train station, you'll receive $100 off any prescription frames and lenses. That's $100. Check them out right now by either calling 732-326-3937 or visit their website, absolute-eyewear.com. Tell them Chop Sports Sturch sent you. All right. Well, it's Thanksgiving. We realized last week that we haven't won a thank. Well, I realized last week that we haven't won a Thanksgiving Day game since 2018. So this would be year four if we don't get it done this week. Wow. Uh, but in come the New York Giants, who just tripped up against Detroit. Um, look again, this ain't an analytical podcast, but from all stats and everything like that, the Giants have been not the best seven and two team when they went into that game. They just weren't. Um, a lot of their a lot of their wins came from behind fourth quarter comebacks, uh, ill-advised things from the other team, and taken advantage of. And don't get me wrong, uh, Barkley's been playing great. Daniel Jones has been playing mistake-free. But what happens, Keith, and you saw this, what happens when Daniel Jones starts turning that ball over? The wheels absolutely fall It does, but ball. but let's let's be honest that he has not been doing that until last game. I think he had the no, longest he hasn't, perspective. But yeah. It's a perfect of time Of course, to start. but that's us too. That's a lot of That's a lot of teams. As a matter of fact, I was a little shocked, and that's another stat I liked. I like those analytics numbers, guys. I could figure, I can maybe look it up. The, the we won by thirty-seven points, and we only got one turnover from them. That's it. It was the opening sack fumble. Yeah, 
But that's it. Isn't that crazy? You so, would have I mean, yeah, think you would when, think when more scores 40. Yeah, yeah, when a team scores 40, you would have figured, all right, that's not like the possessions were probably limited considering all the turnovers, right? Maybe even a yeah. pick six. But no, we that was all offense. That's and weird, right? Yeah, but it anyway, is very yeah. Weird. So, so yeah, turn I mean, yeah, if, if he starts turning the ball over, no, of course. I mean, so, look, their defense is gonna have a problem with our offense, especially with Dak. This isn't the Cooper Rush offense. They're it's down, gonna be the Dak one. They're Dak, yeah. I mean, what are we ten? We're ten and one against them the last eleven games. Most of those games, Dak Prescott started and and just beat the shit out of them. Okay. Right. And for some this- reason. He does really well against the New York Giants, no matter what the circumstances. And this isn't going to change. Could be, it could be familiarity and the fact that he sees him twice a year. But yeah. the Cowboys are coming in um, relatively healthy. Um, there's a couple things that they're working out. We're trying to get Anthony Barr back into the fold. Uh, but the Giants, flip side of that coin, man, they lose another wide receiver. Wondell Robinson's lost for the year because of an ACL. Like, for God's sakes. And I know they're changing it, but that turf has kill people you know the turf over there in giant stadium has just not been wow. good so they're really? switching over to grass in tw- uh, 2023 right. yeah they're switching over next year starting next year so that's why i'm thinking to myself like you know beckham is uh, this is the, the well people are talking about the beckham bowl coming up on thursday where he's going to choose his team after thanksgiving i'm sitting there like well you really want to go back to that turf <laughs> go for it you know but yeah in any event um the giants have been banged up they lost their safety they lost a corner they're down another lineman it's just they, they kind of added up in that game against the Lions. And the Lions are, listen, the Lions are on one of the heaters this year. I mean, they, they've won three They're straight. Playing great. They're playing good football. Yeah. So, Keith, when you when you look at this game on the surface to start us off with the Giants, you know, are, are how are you going into this one compared to how you were going into the last one? Uh, I'm more confident in this one. You are. Because remember, the last yeah. one was Cooper Rush, and the last one was very, exactly. very early in the year. And it was it was Monday night. It was in Giants Stadium. The um, They were 3-0, and I believe. Day. They didn't have as many injuries the Giants that they have right now. Uh, we, I mean, we got a lot of confidence and and you know we're very motivated going forward. So I, I in this game I feel way more comfortable. Not I'm not saying we I mean we could still lose. Don't get me wrong, but I'm saying I feel more comfortable than I did with the uh, the last time we played. Brett, um, look, man. I mean, again, we should win this game. Um, on paper, we should win this game. Um, you know, momentum, we should win this game. Talent, we should win this game, which I guess is on paper. But I'm still worried about it. You know, it's the Giants. Mm-hmm. They still have a, you know, they have a decent team. Um, I mean, you know, look, dude, I'll say this. If we win this, Philly is beatable. And uh, and don't sleep on the Redskins, man. They're 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 pulling up from behind, man. It's because you know? they got rid of the problem. The problem was Carson Wentz. Nobody wanted to say that, but. So, uh, I mean, yeah, are we doing predictions or just? Well, no, I was just getting your 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 initial thoughts on the New York Giants heading into this one, as opposed to the I'm last. I'm still nervous, one. man. I'm still nervous because you know consistency is something we're going to need. We played one good, one really good game, and again, I, I don't want to going back to Green Bay. Our defense was really the reason why you know we kind of fell out mm-hmm. against Green Bay. Even though Aaron Rodgers is a cowboy killer for some reason, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? This guy just plays his lights out against us. But um, I mean, of course, I'm nervous. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not taking this game lightly. I'll tell you that. Now, now you were mentioning it before uh, with our defensive line kind of salivating at guys that can't really get out of the pocket. Are you? Are you kind of more worried about that aspect of it, where it comes to the Cowboys will get their rush in there, but they have a quarterback with the ability to get out of dodge. Look, I like Danny Dimes. I liked him in the preseason. Uh, I think he's a he's a great quarterback. Uh, but yeah, he can. He, he can run, you know, um, 
so who knows, man? It depends on the type of game plan we got. I mean, now you're going to have to figure out. See, this is where the coaching comes into play because they're minus a receiver, right? So you don't minus know yeah. what, 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 what type of offense they're going to try and exploit on our defense. So now, now it all depends. I think we should play the same type of defense we played against um, Minnesota because I, I'm not really worried as much as Danny Dimes taking, taking off on us. Like I would say maybe Jalen Hurts. Oh, I am. I'm worried about that. We're just gonna have to spy him. That's all. Just spy yeah, him. No, bro. He's gonna take off. I mean, the dude. I bet. Mean, I think well, the problem I with spying, the problem with spying him is that you you might lose a, a talented dude by spying him. You know what I'm saying? Like see, they're see, it won't work in this game, Sturch, because they're down so much talent. You know what I'm yes, saying? Yes, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, I bet. No, Dan, dude, Daniel Jones can run. He's scary. He's he's, he's looking like a smaller of version of Josh Allen. Allen. He's I, underrated multi-threat. Underrated multi-threat quarterback in the NFL right now. I would put a safety. I would play our safeties up. I mean, because look, you know they're going to rely on Saquon, and you know Danny's going to probably try and get out of that pocket. So you know, move a safety up, and and have like almost like a fourth linebacker. Or you know what I mean. Here's what's going to happen. Okay, I'm not doing my score prediction, but all they need to do. Watching, I went back and watched some of the Detroit game. Detroit's offensive line was blowing up. Detroit's offensive the, line is the, one of the, the best Giants in the league. defensive line. I mean, they were, bro, their guy, Williams, their, their running back, was just, as soon as he got the ball, he was three, four yards down the field. That's what we need to do. Because I'm telling you right now, our offense, with our offense, what I think is going to happen is they're just going to continue to score. And that's going to take the Giants out of the, oh, we're just going to run, 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 run. And we're going to force them to pass. And then that's when things can get ugly. We just need to take our time in the beginning and gain a comfortable lead. We don't need to cut their throat right away. You get what I'm saying? <clears throat> yeah, and it's funny. I was listening to an interview with Steve Young yesterday, and he was kind of an out, uh, analyzing the Giants to this point. If you look at the Giants' schedule coming up, <clears throat> while they're 7-3 and three right now, there's a realistic chance that they only win maybe two more games this year. They're not going to be favored in any more games in this the rest of the year. I swear. They, wow. be, I'll just I'll run through it real quick because I want you guys to just kind of reaction. So I'm just gonna pull up the Giants schedule. Well, we should have lost that Colt game, but that's just that's the sign of a good team. They found well, a way. Here, ready for the Giants? Yeah. The Giants' upcoming schedule is this: they're obviously they're on the road to take on the Cowboys this week. Then they get back home to play the Commanders, which again they're playing better football, right? So that could be a, a nice little juggernaut of a game. Then they're staying home to play the Eagles. Okay, they win that game. The go Giants ahead. are going to beat the Eagles in Giants Stadium? Watch. Let them finish. Go ahead. Go ahead. So then the, after that, ready for this? Giants go back to Washington. So the next four games are all division opponents for the Giants. After that, they got to go on the road. And I know we just did it, but it could be a different scenario. Giants got to go to Minnesota. Okay. Then the Giants got to come home. And I think this is where they have it. It's on New Year's Day. They play the Colts. And the Colts are just at that time will be packing it in. But then they got to go to Philly. And yeah, that's their season. Twice in like four weeks, right? Uh, they play Philly twice in five weeks, but they play the Redskins twice in three weeks. Well, they only had one NFC East game so far against us. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That's, it. They that's what I'm saying. Like, they're, they're sitting there at seven and three, and now here come the Cowboys. And then you think about it, and you're like, okay, cool. And then you look at the schedule. If they got to play the rest of the NFC East a bunch of times, and the odd games out are the Colts, the Vikings, and that's it? The Colts and the Vikings are the only teams outside the NFC East they got to play the rest of the way. Can, can I make? Can I say something? I know I'm gonna sound crazy. Sure. I don't want us to win the. I don't want us to win the division. And on top of that, 
That doesn't I, sound I, crazy at all. I but I will, I will, I will, I'll defend that in a second. Go ahead. I, I, and and I don't want to buy week. If we get into the playoffs, mm, I just want it. I want to run it. Okay, I want to so, buy week. I would take the buy week. That's so that's it. where I'm at. If that's we're if we're not in contention for the one seed, I want the five. You know what yeah, I mean? Like I don't want the division. If we can't run away Look. with that number one buy, I would like I, the five. But the five right now is playing Tampa Bay. <laughs> so, I'm telling you right now who I think that's up. I'm not. I'm leaving the Cowboys out. I'm not just taking them out of my buy because I could be biased or whatever. The 49ers look freaking scary right now, man. With Christian McCaffrey. They got met, so much talent down there. Ooh, and that defense, man, I mean, that's they look like they're set up to just with their running game and their defense, like our worst fucking nightmare right now. They do. So I'm hoping the way it plays out is I'm hoping that the winner of obviously the NFC East winner is going to get the one. That's my assumption. I don't think anybody can catch. I mean, clearly, you got to see what Minnesota does now. They, they they lost their second game, right? So it's like you know, they're eight and two or whatever. Um, and we'll see how they finish. But like at the very worst, the 49ers would probably be the third seed. So as long as you're not the six, you don't got to deal with the Niners in the first round of the playoffs. And that's a hard, hard out. I think the 49ers yesterday showed that the 49ers and the Cowboys, if you ever have seen that Spider-Man meme where they're pointing at each other, you know, yeah. that's what it looks like to me, man. A quarterback that can make the throw when he needs to, but will game manage, hand the ball off to your talented running backs, dump it off to the short intermediate routes, and a great defense. Who does that remind you of? Reminds me of us. Yeah. Like yeah. that's that's kind of where we're at. I mean, if you think about it, yeah. I'm not saying I think Dak Prescott is more talented than Jimmy G overall, but like that's the what it looks like. But you listen, know? McCaffrey brings a different aspect. Did you see he's oh. more comfortable in the pocket? He was Bro, throwing dimes, Jimmy McCaffrey's, G. McCaffrey's route running ability is incredible. But, Listen, if we're going to beat them, and I'm saying this, get the Atlanta tape and watch what our Atlanta's offense did to San Francisco's defense. I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. So because it's going to be hard. To, it's going to be hard to stop their offense. I'm telling you right now. The it's NFC going to be hard to stop the 49ers offense. Hey, the if, NFC we looks, Thursday, if we lose Thursday, it's 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 you know, I don't know, man. I I, I don't know. The well, only way the thing, only so you said search that we've we've lost. The last, so we've lost the last three. What it was, uh, it was uh, Buffalo, Washington, and the referees last year against the Raiders. Yes. Those are the, the three last games. Time we, last time we won on Thanksgiving was the Redskins in 2018. So, so this will be four times in a row that we would lose the Thanksgiving game. Now, in my mind, I can't think of the last time that happened. I'm gonna go off the top of my head right now. Okay, <laughs> like, mm -hmm. here we go, and I'm gonna say, bro, it was in the late 80s during uh, Tom Landry's final years, because I remember Villa Plantation. When when Seattle beat us and and Crazy Ray was crying, the next year you remember the Minnesota game and Jack Arundel oh, Lakes yeah, and Danny White went to throw and the ball switched. The next one I think was the um. Here we go. Uh, I pull the, it up. The Oilers, the Oilers in 1989, bro, <laughs> senior year, 1989 against the Houston Oilers. That was Tom Landry's last Thanksgiving game. They beat us. I don't remember the score, but I just remember Warren Moon. And then oh, obviously the easy one, our year. one in fifteen season was the Philly game, the Bounty Bowl. When it was like twenty to nothing or whatever, we were owing. We were owing four, but the next, the next year, I think we beat Washington. In okay, so I'll, I'll just go over what you just said. So you said it started when the eighty-seven season. Eighty-seven, I would say this is when we played Seattle. All right, uh, Seattle 86. was eighty-six. So, eighty-six. We're starting eighty-six. So in my birth year, one of the greatest years of all time, we beat the St. Louis Cardinals in eighty-five, thirty-five, seventeen. Okay. Then in nineteen eighty-six, yes, we lost to the Seattle Seahawks, thirty-one, fourteen. The next year. 
we lost in a walk-off touchdown form. I don't know if you said that. I was I was kind of paying attention to trying to get this stat. It was Minnesota, right? Minnesota walk-off yeah. touchdown. We lost 44-38. So that game must have fucking oh, that was gutted horrible. me. We cried. We both I, cried. I was just going to say, the, the, I always did. wonder about these old games, and I wonder how my dad felt. Well, <laughs> well you know, well, I cried. I don't think Brett did. He was in high school. No, I cried. Yeah. You know what sucks, though, is our whole house are Giant fans, and then our brother-in-law, uh, who was dating our stepsister at the time, uh, likes to break balls. So everybody oh, kept coming in the room and and laughing. <laughs> well, What's the next one? What's after Minnesota? All right, after Minnesota is 1988. Good year. My brother was born, but the Cowboys lost to the Oilers, 25-17. Yes. That, game, that game was the one that – no, that was the one Martin kept coming in the room, bro. yeah. Ready for this? 1989 was the one in 15 season. We lost to the Eagles 27 nothing. 27. I said 20 nothing. Yeah. So I got them all right. I got all four right. You got all four right. So the four times they've lost. And then who was the next team we beat was Washington, right? It was like 27 17. They beat the Redskins is. the following year. You are a machine, Keith. Thank you. <laughs> so, Dude, my, 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 I don't know. It's 91. Like, you know now what? that I'm curious, 91 we won. 92 we won. 93 we 92 lost. was the Giants. 92 was the Giants. Oh, 93. Oh, man. 93. Yeah. The was the Leon Lett just yeah. snow game against the Dolphins? I remember exactly where I was for that game. That uh, we, and we, then we watched at my grandmother's house, and then we I was at my aunt's house for that one. And so we thank got, God, we beat up, thank God they bunch. didn't have cell, cell phones back then because uh, <laughs> all of beepers. our friends they were just gonna they lit us up when we saw them. Ninety four, they beat the Packers forty two thirty one. Jason Garrett ninety five. Yep, ninety five. I remember that ninety five. They beat the Chiefs twenty four twelve. 96, they beat the Redskins 21 10. Then we lost to the Titans in 97, which I feel like that was like their first year. Is Steve, that true? Steve, well, they were the Oilers then, right? No, no, they were the Titans. Oh, they were? Oh, I yeah. thought they were the Tennessee Oilers. Then. Oh, and then 98. 98. Remember this one, Keith? Oh, the Randy Moss one? Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Randy Moss. 46 36. The Cowboys lose that one. Who was the running back that Leroy ran all over? Leroy Hoard. Leroy, Leroy. <laughs> holy shit. Uh, then 99, they beat the Dolphins 20 to nothing. I don't remember oh, that. Oh, yeah. Either. I remember that one. I love that one. I think 2000, 27 15, lost to the Vikings again. Yeah. And then we lost to the Broncos in 01. And right, 02. Considering, you know, considering yeah, how bad those teams we're were, good. considering how bad those teams were in the early 2000s, I'm actually surprised that we won some of these Are you games. trying to see if we lost four in a row again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 02, we beat the Redskins again. 03, we lose to the Dolphins. No, 04, we beat the Bears. 05, we lose in overtime to the Broncos. 06, I was there. 38 10. That was Tony Romo's five touchdown game. I was actually Tampa. there with my mother. Yeah. Um, that was a great game to be at. Were we eating chicken and watching that game? We were, bro. That's when we were living together. Yeah. So there, there's a nice little stretch of big wins. 06, they win 38 10. 07, they beat the Jets 34 to 3. And 08, we beat the Seahawks 34 to 9. And then the 09, we beat the Raiders 24 7. So the Cowboys actually, yeah, Cowboys won four straight and then they lost again. To the, to the Saints, 30 to 27, 2019, 31-38. So, yeah, uh, 0-14, they lost to the Philadelphia Eagles. Then we lost to the Panthers. No, then we won again. So, yeah, I think yeah, this is it. The only time we ever lost four in a row was back yeah. in the 1980s. There it is, baby. I did it. So, hey, let's see. Hey, uh, uh, that 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 Saints game was the Roy Williams game, Sturch, remember? Yep. Yep. We had that game won, and, he, and this is how diehard we are, by the way, fans. We were – Completely out of playoff contention then. I think we won oh, like yeah. three games. But we still remember us losing that Thanksgiving game. I, you know what's funny? Summer. 
You know, it's funny. Facebook has this beautiful uh, thing. It says on this day on your phone, right? You get to go back and see your statuses. I check it every day because one, I want to see like what I did as a business owner last year, you know, just little, little things, you know, mm-hmm. but dude, around now is all my old Thanksgiving posts. When I tell you the Thanksgiving post that could have got me canceled off the face of the earth about Roy <laughs> Williams and that year, bro, <laughs> I'm telling you right now, dude, I oh. was a mess, bro. I was at my, uh, my dad's uh, my bonus mom's brother's house. And bro, when I tell you, I was me and Roy could have fought. <laughs> so, yeah, awesome, if we had the game, it was over. It was I know. Was I, over. know. I don't even remember who we played second game of this season. <laughs> <laughs> the Bengals, bro. Yeah, come on now. Oh, that's right. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. Let's get All into right. predictions. Get the hell out of here for Thanksgiving holiday. Uh, Keith, we'll start. Actually, no, we're supposed to start with Brett, right? So he can't yeah, copy over you. Brett. Brett. Your predictions for the Cowboys Giants Thanksgiving Day. Way, I want somebody to go back and look at how many times I was right. But you know what, bro? You were just so wrong. You know how wrong you were in the last one? You were as wrong as I was, and you were in the first game against Tampa. But we're like, we're gonna blow Tampa out. You know what sucks? What was it? A hundred bucks to win two hundred thousand or some ridiculous amount or twenty thousand? If if in the first game against Tampa, that if if neither Dallas or Tampa scored an offensive touchdown. Oh yeah, it was something crazy. Yeah, I remember, oh, yeah, that. I yeah. remember that. That's right. And Keith yeah. was like, "I was going to put a hundred down," and I'm and I'm like, "Nah, why would you do that?" And then we're watching the game, and then I'm like, "Somebody needs to score a fucking touchdown." <laughs> I don't care who. I don't care who. <laughs> the only thing worse than than losing a bet is uh, is losing a bet or winning a bet that you should have made. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, that's the worst. <laughs> All right, what do we got? Giants game Thanksgiving. Brett, how's it going oh. down? I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna be closer than than we think. Um, fuck, I would say twenty four seventeen. All right, now, touchdown. All right, so the spread right now, I believe the last time I checked was eight, so they're not covering in that regard. But twenty four seventeen out of Brett, the Cowboys get a win on Thanksgiving, ending the three year losing streak. Keith, are we getting out of this thing? I'll, I'll go second. How about that? I'll go yeah, second, right. so you can come mm-hmm. out and um, either split the difference or not. No, I uh, I think the Cowboys will win this game. Um, I think last week was a very good testament to what they're able or what they or what they're capable of doing. I think the Giants are very, very banged up. I think Vegas knows that with the spread. I think that, you know, the Cowboys, if they just play the play the same game, same game, nothing changed. Don't change a goddamn thing because the Vikings and the Giants are very, very similar in regards to having, um, you know, a good running attack, a decent offensive line, a suspect defense, but winning games and when it counts. But give me the Cowboys here. Give me them 30 to 17, a 13-point win for the Cowboys. I think that this, you know, the Giants will maybe get off to that first start. I guarantee you, you want to hear some freaky shit? Ricky James or whatever, that that unsung eighth receiver on the Giants will score a first touchdown, and it'll be 7 nothing. and I'll start throwing my phone, and you'll put yours under your couch and all the other yeah. shit. Like, I, I, just, I, I, I don't like the start of these games. I, I do want to start fast. I think the Giants are the team that can't come back. I was mentioning that before. I forget what caught us off, but – Steve Young had said, like, the Giants are built to get the lead and sustain a lead. Not, I disagree, though. Not I, fall think they've come back a, I think they've come back a couple times. They have, times but here. they're not built that way right now with the injuries that are given. It's okay. like, okay. who the hell are you going to throw the ball to right, when, right. When, the, when the game's on the line? Um, so, yeah, give me the Cowboys 30-17. to 17. The streak is over. We get two in a row, and then we get back and, and back to business to try to chase for a division title. What do you think? So, I, th- th- and this is no knock against the Giants team. Um, because I do have the, I I do have the last wrong. clip. You want me to just play the last clip of the Giants game? I have it on my computer. 
I was completely wrong. I was completely wrong by my my evaluation of them in the beginning of the year. They're a very good football team. I just think that they're coming to play this game at the wrong time. And when I say the wrong time, I, I like with their injuries, we're pretty hot right now. We're believing in ourselves. Um, and I see this game. I think we win 38 to 13. Big time win. Okay. Yeah. So another blowout. Yeah. That's what I, that's what I see. Since Look. Dak's come back, just so everybody knows Dak is averaging. I think the, the Cowboys are averaging 33 points a game with Dak Prescott back as a starter. If you, if you go back and look at every game Dak has played them, I meant there's oh. very few that have been outside closed. of the, outside of the catastrophic yeah. broken ankle game. You know, he's always and ruined the, the Giants and the, and the, well, the Cole Beasley one too, which was close, but we were sitting Zeke. Remember that game? The one at the end of the game where he threw it to Beasley. Oh yeah, no, I remember. I uh, yeah, that was a great game, by the way. Can I tell you a quick story about that one? I was in Giant Stadium for that game. I always go really? to the ones of Giant. I was there, yeah. And when he was throwing it, uh, you know, he's flushed out of the pocket. He uh -huh. throws one. He catches it. He goes down. The Giants fans are celebrating. They rule it incomplete. They're going nuts, right? Yeah. I immediately wanted to run to the corridor to see a replay. Right, like, because you know how they play the the, yeah. the TVs are in the hallway. Uh huh. I I ran out there with my brother, and I said, and I saw the replay, and I yell on the top of my lungs, "One knee equals two feet!" And I ran back to my seat, bro, for them to turn the call over and won, won the game. And I was like, "Holy shit!" You know bro, what's crazy? Was, what a throw by Dak Prescott! That's on that the year. first time, as long as I've been watching football, that's the first. I thought it wasn't a catch. I was so shocked. I didn't know the one knee rule. And I'll oh, yeah. Yeah. I had, and I one guess an knee, elbow, one ass cheek, one elbow. That all one elbow. I had no clue, so I thought it was over. And I'm like, and when they did that, I was like, holy shit, this is yeah. awesome. Even though we didn't need the game, remember? We were no, in the, we that's the, the game. That's the year we played Seattle and beat is them. That, is that which was the one where Dak came back against the Giants? Um, he threw the last second touchdown in the in the end zone. That's the one, bro. That's the one, right? Yeah, oh, that was one. yeah, it was cold, one o'clock game. Yeah, I was in New Jersey when that game happened. I was watching at Sizzow's house. Yeah, last game of the year, nice. dude. Um, but you know, again, um, I, 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 uh, you know, we, we like to say if we play this way, we're going to go through consistency is the key to a great team, and you know, the Green Bay game was extremely disappointing, especially that when we were up. But you know, look, not every side of the ball is gonna is gonna play well. Uh, certain games, you know, it's it's just it's the NFL, it's professional sports. I mean, even look at what just happened with the Colts and and the Eagles. Like, if you were to do your Power Five right now, right now, who's the five best teams in the NFL right now? Would you say Buffalo? No. Okay, I would. I'd put them in the top. Five. I'm put, I'm, I'll put them in the top five. They're not my number one. Said. I didn't yeah. say that. I'm sitting in your top five. Your top five. Period. Oh yeah, Buffalo? the Buffalo's the top five. Yeah. Eagles. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Chiefs. Um, I think, I, I think the Chiefs are the best team in football. Okay, so you put them at number one. Mm -hmm. You put us in that five. Yes. I put the Niners right now too, man. I was going to ask, what about San Francisco? I'll yeah, put them in five. I go, those are my top five right there. That's Yeah, those are my five too. Yeah. Okay. And again, no disrespect to the other teams that are, you know, chugging along the Vikings or have a good record. Like we just beat the shit out of them, so they don't belong there. Um, but yeah, so. And again, you know, we, we lose the Green Bay. Like I said, you don't. I'm I'm looking for consistency and I'm looking for the crescendo. You can't crescendo after one game. That's true. You start to crescendo after the third, fourth game when you start to start playing at at a peak level. Now again, I would hope the crescendo. We start maybe playing consistency. We need to start now. And yeah, well, know, I'm telling you right now, if the Cowboys can get this win, 
there is a path to a one seed. There is. If they can get this game. There's a difference between getting a win and playing consistent football, right? So, like, sure. if the offense is three and out and then all of a sudden we get a pick and we a turnover and all that stuff, we, like, when, when the way you saw the offense run and the way the defense played, that's a well-oiled machine that we're playing on all cylinders. Now, again, we're not going to win every play on every down, but you, you want to see where we're in control, okay? Not where we're letting it get away from us and then all of a sudden – or we're on top and we let it get away no, from us. No, but I'm saying if if they take care of business like we all predicted they would, especially they me and Keith. Are, like the Chiefs are playing, and that was my point. Yeah, because once they do that, if they do that – you know, upcoming schedule are the the likes of the, the the Colts and the Jaguars and the Titans and the Texans and those teams absolutely are are, are NFL teams. Don't get me wrong; they've 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 shocked a couple people here and there. But there's a lot of there's a lot of paths to a very very good record if the Cowboys can get out of this one on Thanksgiving. So we'll see. Well, look, I like the fact that the NFC East there's a good chance all four of us make it to the NFL. I mean, to the playoffs. I 100%. said that a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, that's a very good possibility. I mean, the Redskins right now are sitting there. I believe a game behind the 49ers, but the 49ers are in the, the driver's seat right now, of the West. So you just have to worry about like Seattle and shit. But well, think about this. Okay. If you need motivation, all right. If you need to be motivated, which a great team shouldn't be, but we do, you, you get into those games where you, Oh, we'll take this one lightly. If they know that a team is one game behind them, we're a, a team ahead of us. I really think that's really going to help with the mindset. And if every game almost becomes a must win, and then that that's what that's when you get to the playoffs. That's you know, that's that's when you can start firing on all cylinders, man. Yes, sir. I believe it. We gotta all win right. Thursday, though. We gotta win Thanksgiving. Gotta take care of it Thursday. It's been three years since the Cowboys have uh got themselves a win on Thanksgiving. So let's break that this coming week. So with that being said, for Dave Sturgio, Brett, and Keith Ernst, this has been another episode of the Jersey Boys Podcast. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Wait, Hopefully, hold on. Keith's mom wins the turkey leg every year. <laughs> everything's deep fried on brett's mom's table on thanksgiving everything nothing healthy nothing healthy everything's deep fried it's like my table everything the gravy everything there's not one there's not one vegetable on the table not one vegetable (laughs) fat ass all right guys happy thanksgiving we'll see you next time how about them Roger, he's going long, down the near sideline for Drew Pearson, Pearson makes the catch at the five, touchdown, what you believe in, Staubach hit Pearson on a 50-yard touchdown, runs deep, up the middle, he's got-